Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello, and welcome along to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another program. Now, in today's edition, I'm going to talk a little bit about somebody who is known as a famous Stoic. Now, if you have listened previously to episodes on Leader Manager Coach, where we talk about leadership and self-management and uh, success, managing teams and coaching, you will note that one of the things I often cite is the Stoic philosophy. And uh, we've uh, a podcast that's previously out around the wisdom of Seneca. Now, from the same book by the great Tom Morris, and I want to give him the credit for the work behind all this. Uh, his book, The Stoic Art of Living, Creating Outer Results with Inner Resilience. I want to talk about the second philosopher that he discusses in great detail. And that is Epictetus. Now, Epictetus was a slave in Roman times. I believe there's not a great deal that's known about his life biographically. I think he was born in AD 55 and lived till about AD 135. He was a slave and was eventually freed when he had the opportunity to do what he, he wanted to do and that was to study great wisdom. And it is thought he lived most of his life alone, teaching people about what he considered to be the best way to live. And uh, he, he left behind him not a great deal in terms of the written word, I'm left to believe. But Epictetus is one of the real key philosophers that people refer to. So what I'm going to do today, courtesy of Tom's amazing book, The Stoic Art of Living, is do the second part on the key points of Epictetus's philosophy. Now, just before I do get into that, and, and I sometimes say this to try and answer the question, you might be thinking, well, this is a, a leadership podcast, you know, it, it's got a reference to, to football, maybe professional football and grassroots football and uh, management and coaching. So where does Roman philosophy or philosophy from someone who lived in Roman times fit into this? Well, my answer to that is just listen to the podcast, give yourself the time to listen to the podcast. Because in reality, human life has changed very little. As human beings, no matter what endeavour we are engaged in, whether it's as trite as winning a football match, or 
as serious as running an empire, if I can use those descriptions. Those people face the same things that they face now. Hundreds and thousands of years ago, they faced the same problems. Hunger, fear, trepidation, worry, war, agony, death, arguments, criticisms, treachery, criminality, being let down, all the things that go on today, skullduggery, anything that you can imagine that went on yesterday probably went on in Roman times. So the philosophy, the key points that existed then, the wisdom that comes out of then, of those, of those times that we reference often so much, is highly relevant today. And as I always say, or often say, if you can get one thing that resonates with you, that's how I think sometimes things are worth listening to and worth, worth putting into your own life. One thing can be the key piece in the jigsaw for you. So here we go. Epictetus, and uh, a life worth living, courtesy of Tom Morris, the Stoic Art of Living. Now, Epictetus was a slave, so not only did he not have much, he was not considered to be much either in his early life. And he seemed to carry that through in the fact that one of the key tenets that is evident through his teaching is freedom. And freedom, as you can imagine to a slave, must be amazing. But freedom also in terms of being unencumbered. And unencumbered in, from Epictetus's point of view, materially and also psychologically. Are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd? Separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership. Achieve your true potential and become who you really can be. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com leader manager coach. So materially being unencumbered by excess amounts of things that we accumulate that we don't really need. And let me aside that with saying I am not against you owning things or having nice objects. It's up to you whether you are encumbered by them or they add to your life. But also unencumbered psychologically, being psychologically free, not worried, not anxious, not constantly concerned over unnecessary things as he puts it a life of freedom is of great value a life you know being a slave to other things not necessarily other people is no better 
So how does he view getting that freedom, achieving that freedom? Well, make no bones about it. He references learning and reading. He doesn't think that just by being amongst the people that you happen to be born with or live with and not doing anything proactive is going to make you wise. He talks about reading, studying and learning. And he talks about doing that so that you can build a noble character. Because look, in life, no matter how much you work towards getting a position, no matter how good you look on the outside, you are going to fall back to whatever point it is that you can deal with. You will get found out at some point. So the best way to build long-term success is to build your character and to build your experience so that you are well, well surrounded by skills and attributes and you are sustained and have a foundation that you can rely on that will see you through. And so what should you build this character on? Well, again, he makes no bones about it. You should build it on truth, whatever you consider truth to be, and that takes thought. And you should build it on virtue, whatever you think virtues are. So if it's being honest, if it's working hard, if it's being loving and caring to your family and friends and others you meet, then so be it. Build your life on love, honesty, hard work and truth. Don't think you'll go wrong there. Not easy, especially when all the temptations of life come along. And Epictetus reminds us that this is where we have to develop this self-awareness. Self-awareness for what we're good at. Self-awareness for what we're not so good at. And what is likely to trip us up. And a lot of that comes from study. It comes from due consideration. Epictetus talks about and mentions also the power of association. You know, the, there's, there's a few people who've said things along the lines of, look, if you want to know where you'll be in five years, just look around at the people that you spend most of your time with, because that's what you will be like. It's a pretty scary thought, that one. You know, you may have ambitions of being here, there, and everywhere, or at a certain point, and I'm going to be here, going to be there. But if you're spending time with people that you want to be in a different place from, primarily, then you might have a challenge. So it wakens us up. It wakens us up. It's who you spend your time with that is of key importance. We all have things to do. We all have to associate with different people at different times. And we certainly don't get on with everybody. Let's be honest. But it's how we deal with that and how we create our social life 
and professional life to deal with that and to move on. Epictetus then talks about challenge. And I think it must be a little bit boring at times to hear the phrase that life is about challenge. But Epictetus, as a slave, knew challenge in an acute form. He was crippled by probably his slavery. So he understood the effects of challenge. But he talked about endeavour. And he talked about living a good life and dealing with challenge as a way to do that. Not hiding away, not looking for the quick fix, not looking for the sidestep, facing your challenges head on, dealing with them and building that resolute, resilient character. How many times have we heard that? He was also a man of thought and called people to discern what was going on, to apply due diligence, to think things through. Not to just take things at face value, but to think and use the power of thought as the powerful thing that it is. And he talked often about the inward and the outward. It relates to the encumbrance of external things. He was big on the internal world, creating your own internal world, relying on your internal world. People being inwardly beautiful and strong. Not about looking good, not about being adorned with chains and gold. It's about having a character that's inwardly resolute and forged by challenging times. And as well, looking at that great philosophical nugget of dividing things up into two. Number one, what is in your control? Number two, what is not in your control? How many times in our life do we get stewed up, turned over and messed up because things that are outside our control drive us crazy? And if we could only learn to a greater degree to discern which one of those two categories an event falls into. And then thought process number two, make a concerted effort to do something in our control about those in category one and let category two go. We have all done it so many times. A result that goes awry. It's nothing to do with us anymore. What's in my control is my own thought process and how I deal with the team talk after the game and how I deal with my family when I get home and so on and so on. Epictetus also talks about balance. He doesn't decry people who work long, hard hours but he also talks about having a balance in life. 
We've talked about balance many times on leader, manager, coach, and burnout and such things are well known and are certainly not positives. Balance is something that Epictetus also talks about. And he talks about anger. A lot of the Stoics talk about emotional control and Epictetus mentions anger and something called the gap where whatever it is that is making your blood boil or starting your temperature to rise, you then give yourself that 10 seconds, that 15 seconds. It might be that 24 hours before you respond, before you open your mouth, because you can never get the words back that you've said. You can never get the arrow back that you've sent from your bow, the bullet from your gun, or the words from your mouth. Out there forever. And how many of us recognise that as something that we wished we probably could have changed? And that leads us on to the next one. Habits. Epictetus talks about forging a character through habit. Good habits. Aiming to live a good life. Things you do on a daily basis aligned with the virtues you have chosen. Maybe there's only three or four. Good. It's a lifetime's work to be good in something simple. Never mind complex. So let's just rein ourselves in and get good habits at doing two or three things really well. Attention. Epictetus talks about attention and I'm laughing because how many of these things could have been written by somebody who wrote something yesterday? Where you put your attention will be where your life ends up. If you think about success and wealth and happiness and endeavour to work towards those things, your chances of creating them, facilitating them in your life are much greater than if you focus on destitution, on illness and poverty. Now, there are specifics in your thought process, but you get the drift. It's where you put your attention. And coming to the end of a real quick summary of Epictetus just to give you a flavour of what the guy was like so that you can put some, maybe one or two things into your own life and bring them in and use them successfully. He talks about gratitude and the gratitude of memento mori. Look, we're all going to die. And he says, if I die tomorrow, I'm grateful for the life I've had. What a, what a, what a wonderful place to be. Gratitude for that. Grat How many of us n don't actually spend any time being gracious for the life we've been given? We just take it for granted and complain and moan about things that don't go wrong. About things that go wrong, that don't go right. What about an attitude of gratitude for being alive anyway? as a great starting point. And just to wind up, to bring it to a, a nice rounded close, 
Epictetus talks about being aligned. Being aligned so your virtues, your thoughts and your actions are aligned. So people know who you are. So that is an authenticity. It is you as an individual. Your life, your story, your place of work, your family, your character. You. Authentic, aligned, truly you. And last of all, that I'm going to leave you with, he talks about trust, faith and hope. And when tragedy strikes, when death and mourning are around as an inevitable part of the human existence, he talks about having a trust in a power greater than yourself and the hope and the faith that this too shall pass and things will change. And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is Epictetus, a life well lived, courtesy of Tom Morris, the Stoic Art of Living. I hope you get one or two things out of that that you can apply to your own leadership journey and it helps you even in a small way. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. It really, really helps. Catch you later. Bye-bye.